Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Guys who married Britazilla, what happened after the wedding? First wife was a Britazilla. During the honeymoon she realized she was married and the wedding day was history. She wanted the big wedding, which she had, not the marriage. The next two years were hell until she finally tapped out. I was young and stupid and the thought of divorce never crossed my mind. I don't know why it didn't. I guess I just assumed I'd be miserable the rest of my life. When she told me she was leaving it felt as if the weight of the world was off of my shoulders. On a happy note her parents were still paying off the wedding when we divorced. That's what happens when you allow your daughter everything she wanted including two wedding dresses. I didn't marry the Britazilla. But I had coordinated her wedding. We had a death in the family. Six month old baby. A few days prior to the wedding. I called the bride and told her the situation. And said that my assistant would be stepping in for me so that I could attend the funeral. She told me to send my assistant to the funeral and that I had better be at her wedding. I told her I would be sending her a refund and that no one would be coming to her wedding. The groom ended up leaving her after this whole thing went down. Suffice to say he really dodged a bullet there. Got into a huge fight about broccoli on the honeymoon. All my fault of course. I knew then it was a mistake. Toughed it out for 2 more years of abuse before I left. So glad I did. I have preformed a few ceremonies that came about because things fell through for whatever reason. Only one of which I had to walk away from. I had received a call from my soul that one of her friends was supposed to get married and the priest had passed away the week before. They didn't want to change the date and move anything, so they had asked if she knew anyone who could help out. I said sure, when is the wedding? It was supposed to be in an hour. Okay. I was on my way home from work where I had finished up an important meeting. I miss meeting in person, and was reasonably well dressed. So I called home to say I was going to be late. When I arrived, the happy couple had looked at me and asked if I had proper priest's vestments. Datum. No, I don't. And if I did, I would probably not be carrying them in my car. The bride had asked if I was able to go buy some and come back. I told her that I wouldn't begin to know where to buy something like that. The groom then told me that if I can't even try, then maybe I should leave. I did. Mysil told me they cornered a priest at the church and told him he had to marry them or they would sue the church for a breach of contract and that it was the moral thing to do. They divorced 9 months later when her surprise baby was a different ethnicity than he was. Didn't help that he had a side piece as well. As someone who used to manage a men's warehouse I can't wait for someone to start the thread about prom moms. As someone who worked at a women's formal wear shop in one of the wealthiest suburbs of Dallas. Dear lord do I have stories, and I want to hear all of them, same. I worked at a popular bridal store that also did prom gowns. There were a few Britazillas but the biggest issue we had was the plus sized section. These women would come in convinced they looked awful and everything. They would find a dress they loved we would talk them up get them some jewelry to match. They come out and their family would be atrocious. The disappointment and pain was palpable as their excitement melted away. Comments like oh no you look ginormous in that, or you can't wear that, your arms show and you know how flabby they look, 
and you could kick out mom or talk the bride up in the dressing room and they still were in pain from these supposed loved ones. She left me 3 months later. After the wedding and vacation was over I told her we need to pay the debt we just accumulated. She said she didn't have much on her credit card and could pay it off in a couple of months if I picked up some of her bills. I agreed and 3 months later she had her credit card paid off she told me she wanted a divorce. We had a budget for the wedding and should have had no debt at the end but in the last few weeks before the wedding she suddenly had to spend a ton of money on wedding I had never even heard of before. And when I say she spent a ton of money it came out of my pocket. I'll never understand the logic of starting one's marriage with massive debt due to an overpriced wedding. The wedding market knows people will just keep throwing money at them so prices keep going up. Or starting a marriage without full knowledge of each other's finances. My buddy married a Britazilla. She was a Britazilla long before the wedding. And they had dated for about 7 years. I have no idea how they are doing. I just kind of stopped talking to him a few years after she claimed I ruined his birthday by remaining sober. I had driven 5 hours to be at his birthday. I really don't understand why people get offended if you don't want to get as drunk as they would like. Like the f do you care if I'm drunk or not. My biggest pet peeve is when people buy me shots at a bar. I love to drink, but I hate taking shots. I usually refuse if I can. Then they'll berate me for just chasing with the shot and taking a chug of my beer instead. Like how on earth does this affect them whatsoever? I'm a bride-to-be and the way people are encouraging some Britazilla behavior from me is something I never expected. I got incredibly lucky and found the exact wedding dress I wanted at Goodwill in my size with the tags on. And people are like shhh don't tell people. Tell them you got it for $1000. Brag about how much you got it for. Yeah no I'm more proud that I found it thrifting. Also for brides on a budget this is where I found mine. Lots of great affordable options. A bit of a change up not a Britazilla, but a Groomzilla. A friend of my father was remarrying. It was both his and the bride's second time around. Both in their early 40s. And an arranged marriage. Think Indian Orthodox Muslim stuff. The guy was not a groomzilla. He demanded that every event be at top-notch hotels with obscenely expensive catering and hired string quartets and whatnot for the entertainment. Mostly paid out of the bride's family's pocket, I might add. The parties on the nights leading up to the main wedding event were opportunity enough for him to make a rather public air of himself. Talking at the top of his voice and showboating the entire time. But the kicker came the next day, when the bride was missing from her own wedding's reception. Obviously it was very odd and conspicuous, and the few relatives from her side made some non-committal excuses about her not feeling well, etc. Turns out, this affair had divorced the poor woman right after he'd had his wedding night fun. He said that he didn't like her enough, and that's an almost literal quote. So he gave her the triple divorce thing, and that was it. The marriage was officially over before the festivities even ended. My cousin was married to one. He comes from a very not wealthy area, and has become successful himself after moving out of his hometown. His wife was extremely wealthy, even could say excessively. They married after a year of knowing each other, and boy was it a surprise to hear about the wedding plans. They spent plus 250k on the wedding, including catering by 5-7 different restaurants. Their food was from different cultures and cooked in front of you. Think almost hibachi buffet style. They even had servers in tailed suits and white gloves serving Taco Bell after midnight once everyone was drunk. Once they got married, she was spending more money than he could make. 
She was getting mad because he wasn't making enough, while she wasn't working and they hadn't had kids. They got divorced, and she gave him the ultimatum of getting his ring back or keeping the dog. He kept the dog. Her sister, a lawyer, helped her file a restraining order on him and they haven't spoken since, ever. But man did he dodge a bullet. At least he got the dog. Wouldn't want the dog be with someone like that lady. Married for 7 years before I bailed. Best decision of my life. Got married again 5 years later to a girl that just wanted a justice of the peace wedding. Second best decision of my life. Courthouse weddings are the best. Ours was done in 30 minutes and then we had Cajun food and sex. It was nice not being so tired from wedding prep and doings that you just felt like spending the honeymoon sleeping. Did everybody RSVP for the sex? Cheated whole time. Left for an alcoholic guy who had more money. One of my mom's cousins married a groomzilla. They divorced after 3 months because he was beating her. Love is a powerful drug. I was under its influence all along. I saw all the warning signs. As I'm sure your mom's cousin did probably, but we look past them because love. My ex was physically abusive too. I never raised a hand at her. She attacked me several times physically. After I got away finally, it got back to me she was telling mutual friends that I was abusive. When I asked her why she was telling people this, she replied, you were showing signs that eventually you'd become abusive. This is after she abused me in every way a psychopath abuses, and I was supportive and patient of her dramatically abusive stunts. Divorce after 2 years, she moved her stuff out while I was at work. I cried and then when I got remarried to someone new, I realized what real love was. Also, my ex herself on 5 separate occasions when she was blackout drunk because she was an alcoholic. So I don't miss that either. 5 separate occasions? You'd think they would learn after the first time. Let alone 4. Fool me 4 times shame on you. The couple I knew they spent tens of thousands on their wedding and then a couple of years later she cheated on him with a much younger man. I knew a couple who spent £25,000 on a wedding despite having 3 kids and still living with the bride's parents. The bride had a very specific vision in mind and didn't care how much it cost. They divorced a year later when she cheated on him. Buddy of mine had a 6 figure wedding. Bride side is wealthy, and they both cheated on each other within a year. They are still together though. My sister was labeled a Britazilla by the staff at her venue. I heard them, however, the chair coverings were red, supposed to be brown. There was no mirror in the bridal suite for her to get ready at. The photographer was late. The makeup artist was very late. Hence the issue with the mirror. The buffet was totally wrong. Not a single dish she chose, and they charged $25 a person for what was to be a four-tier chocolate fountain, but ended up being a small plastic contraption that she saw them unboxing from Walgreens the day of, it's a convenience store. On top of it all the waitstaff was one stroke to the number the contract stated and the DJ refused to honor the playlist selected. So, yeah, she lost it at the venue. I'm a pretty chill person but I'd probably be having a meltdown with all of those issues too. Wooow she had all the reason in the world to go nuclear on them. I hope she was able to get some of her money back. She got the chocolate fountain money back. She had 150 guests so it added up fast. Damn. I mean they say always plan for something to go wrong. But that's a catastrophe. Emo she's well within her right to go apesh at all that. My brother's VNK went off on my mom in front of me and my sister when he was 45 minutes late to the rehearsal due to his best man's car tire blowing out. Where is your a-hole of a son? 
Dude should have never showed up for the wedding. Not only a bridazilla, but a total utter sociopath. Her life was completely fabricated and her parents, who didn't show up for the wedding, called my mom to tell her the truth about it the day after. She had a rap sheet a mile long and a prison record, but my brother, who just wanted to believe that people can change, stuck it out for 7 years. Don't do that. Don't ever ever do that. I tell clients all the time. People can change. They just generally don't. I say this too. People look at me funny wondering why the drywall guy thinks it's any of his business. But they gotta admit I'm right. Man I almost had respect for her parents but calling the day after? Sounds like they waited on purpose. She's your problem now. I knew I would have been a Britazilla. I get extremely stressed about things and refuse to ask for help. My husband and I got married at the courthouse. Best decision ever. The fact that you were willing to do that to start with. Call it the best decision ever means you couldn't ever have been a Britazilla. According to my malign the Britazilla, we had a max limit of 36 people including ourselves and my son. My mill gave me a guest list which included you guessed it, 36 names. She assured me that not everyone would come, but that they would be very appreciative of the invite. I felt gross by that and left the decision up to my husband since it was his family. Needless to say they all got invites. I had asked for RSVPs to be given a few months before the wedding. Since the mill had used up all of the guest list I had greatly reduced my side of the guest list to 4 people, with some on hold until I knew the exact numbers. I finally lost it 2 weeks before the wedding when I still didn't have RSVPs. She said she would work on it and get back to me. A week before the wedding she said one family also needs to bring 9 other people because they were going on a family trip and our town was on the way so they would all be here anyway. I flat out said no and called her out on the BS. I cut off the guest list, said that I was inviting the rest of my guest list and that whoever hadn't RSVP didn't get a chair or plate. Right up to the day of the wedding they were making changes. We got married at a Chinese buffet so that it would be the simplest planning and everyone would have something that they like to eat. My dress was $40 off Amazon. My flowers were $20 from Costco. We had a Dairy Queen ice cream cake for the wedding cake, yet she still makes it out that I was the Britazilla. I did a wedding with a 22 person limit if I recall correctly. It was venue enforced, Mill had a fit. I said parents, grandparents, and aunts and uncles. That's it. And if everyone came we'd have been over as is. Thankfully we wear down to the person. To her I was a huge Britazilla. No. I wasn't changing location. It's in budget. No. We're not letting you pay for somewhere else. You aren't getting an ounce of control over it. No. We will not have it outside. It's Florida. My mother can't do heat. And your own son would be miserable in a suit. Eventually I gave up. Invited everyone to the wedding. Plenty of room in the church, and let her have a second reception later that night, that my family wasn't invited to, and her own sister yelled at her when she found out, so that was a highlight of the wedding, add to it that her reception was a disaster, didn't even get the food, while mine was smooth and lovely and I think I made a decent decision, but I'm still the Britazilla apparently, oh well. My buddy married a Britazilla. They are still together 10 years later. She posts on Instagram about their supposedly perfect marriage, but have been separated twice. I'm not sure how many of her friends know. He's an alcoholic now. I've often noticed how the real state of the relationship is inversely proportional to the projected state of the relationship on social media. I think this law needs a name. 
People in happy relationships don't usually need to parade it in front of others. I feel like there's a certain sense of projection and insecurity surrounding couples that flaunt their perfect relationships online. The Karamas of Law. Married a Groomzilla. We are talking costume changes between wedding and reception. Yelling at the wedding planner. Drag out all night fights about whether we can add fruit kebabs so people would maybe get enough to eat. All that. There was zero compromise. He made a lot of promises for things I had been wanting after the wedding and they never materialized. Like a beach vacation and such. Turns out. No compromise at the wedding meant no compromise anywhere else, so I left him after 4 years of marriage. Best decision ever. My sister was a Britazilla. She announced a 2 year engagement and asked me to be more. Then I got the opportunity to move across the country to pursue my career. It was 18 months before her wedding and her reaction to the news was you're going to leave me here to plan my wedding all by myself. Like I had signed away my right to have a life for the honor of being in her wedding. She made us all spend hundreds of dollars on specialized dresses. The bachelorette party had a dress code and a steep price tag. For 10 years before her engagement I had consistently had blue green purple hair but knowing she is conservative I'll let the color grow out. I had natural color but a short bob with undercut that she went on about. In the lead up we talked every few days to discuss her wedding it was the closest we'd ever been and then as soon as she was married I got radio silence. And she even forgot my birthday. Needles to say we don't speak anymore so I have no idea how her marriage is going. Can't blame her for missing your birthday if you didn't give her a 2 year heads up. You mean it's on the same date every year? Seems complicated. I married a Britazilla. He is a lovely sweet thoughtful man but boy did he lose it surrounding the wedding. I could have been married with about 3 special people there. He needed 200 plus. As far as I was concerned we could eat off paper plates and napkins and have a big bonfire to burn them afterwards. You need personalized moist towelettes. You get the point. He is a lovely person and I love him dearly but I will never marry him again. My ex-husband was the same way. We're getting married at this resort. On this mountain. With this cake. And inviting these people. Set it up. Current husband. Who I'd marry once a year if I could afford it was concerned about making the wedding as much fun as possible for us and our guests. He planned some things. I planned some things. Everything was chill. And we did indeed have fun. We did this. I've been married before but husband hasn't. First wedding was sit down dinner. Very formal. Second was a BBQ with a cocktail bar in a field with all of our friends and music until 2am. It was awesome. Devolcasaurus X. Ross. Is that you? T-H-R-E-E divorces. Three divorces. I was a Britazilla. It was a small wedding. Like 50 people. Was going to be at a park. Very casual. Everything was handmade or from the dollar store. I only ended up with a dress from a David's because my first little boho dress I ordered was more of a shirt. So my mom and friends took me dress shopping. My mom told the lady not to tell me any prices. But I told her under $200. I tried on one dress and cried because I loved it so much. My mom bought it. And I later looked it up and saw it was $3000. So that changed everything. No more wedding at a park. So we booked a small venue. We served pizza and pie still. And the groomsmen were still wearing polos and shorts. Bridesmaids were still in some Route 21 dresses I bought for them. I only became a Britazilla the day of. None of my family I had invited showed up. So my husband's side was full and mine was empty. Even our friends sat on his side. Our MC read the speech I wrote before we were even at the altar. 
Our camera died so we didn't get the recording. I tripped going up to the altar. I had herniated a disc a week before the wedding. So I was miserable and in so much pain. I cried so hard afterwards. It felt like it was terrible. Like everything was ruined. I did my best to hold it together. But I was so relieved when it was over. If I could do it all over. I would change everything. Especially how I acted. None of that excuses my snippy behavior or my crying. Just because I was stressed and upset and hurting. Doesn't give me the right to make others feel bad. When I got married I saw why women become bridazilous. Lots of unsolicited advice. Criticism. Requests and stupid comments. When we sent out our invites I included a line that said do you have a request you think we should make. Click on this link to start. It was a link to PayPal for a donation. If you're gonna give us your unsolicited advice you should join in on the funding. People got the message. My GF of 10 years is very down to earth and level headed. We finally decided to get married later this year for a few reasons. And she's feeling a lot of phantom pressure to do things a certain way. It's not like there is an overbearing mom or catty friends applying pressure or expectations. It's just the whole idea is overwhelming and filled to the brim with opportunities to make a decision you might end up regretting later. Or further, I've taken a more active role in narrowing down options instead of asking her to pick a perfect solution out of 5 million possible options. It's helped somewhat, but there is still a lot of pressure on her, seemingly out of nowhere, to make a series of decisions that all depend upon the first few big decisions that are weighing heavily on her ass. All this to say, I can see how this kind of stuff could turn a normal woman into a lunatic. These types of events tend to bring latent family and friend drama to the forefront, and emotions are high before she even really gets started. My guess is that a lot of the Bridazillas were actually lovely people who calmed down and returned to being lovely people after the stress of the wedding stuff is removed. My uncle married one. She had a spending problem. Went clubbing in her 40s thinking she was 20. Acted like she was better than everyone. Couldn't keep friendships. And she cheated on my uncle with a man 10-15 years her junior. My uncle is remarried and happy. Been married 14 years. She's definitely a pain in the A sometimes but so is everyone else. I'm also pretty laid back so a lot of decisions I leave to her because I just don't care. If it's a decision I do care about, I make the decision. Without her, I wouldn't have the three best kids on earth. She's an amazing mom and our kids have our best qualities. We have fun all the time. I think she was a Bridazilla not because she was a crazy person. It was more about making the moment right for everyone and making it a great memory. She had a relatively rough life with her parents and there weren't a ton of great memories. I notice she goes way out of her way to make great memories for the kids as she's always planning stuff for us to do with them. I'm gonna keep her. ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts 
so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.